Welcome to Tabernacle of Praise, Church of God in Christ, where we believe in encouraging, empowering, and equipping people to live victoriously through Jesus Christ. Join us now as we enter into our worship experience. We pray that this service will be a blessing to you and your life. like the Lord our God. Hallelujah. Great is the Lord and greatly, hallelujah, is he to be praised. Bless the name of the Lord. Would you help me to appreciate the music department, the liturgical dance department of Tabernacle of Praise Church. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for helping. Amen. Let's kind of set the stage to end on today. I have to do much preaching on this morning. So much has already been communicated through the various mediums. But I would like to just kind of piggyback on our opening scripture on this morning. And certainly I would that you would stand with me for the reading of God's word from the book of St. Luke chapter 2. I am going to read verses 1 through 20. That way I don't, I don't plan on exegesing the entire text, but I just believe that you'll get the, the main, uh, main thought there if you just follow along. You're certainly more than welcome uh, to join in with us for the reading of God's Word, but I certainly want to be able to give an account pretty much of the entire story. And so if you have uh, St. Luke chapter 2 verse 1, would you say amen? Let's read together if you choose. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house in the lineage of David, to be taxed with, his, with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, wrapped in swaddling clothes, and laid in a manger, because there was no room for them in the end. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude 
of the heavenly host praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad, saying, which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told to them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. The word of the Lord is blessed. I'd like to just take for a thought, just for a few moments, what a night to remember. What a night to remember. Would you bow your heads very briefly in a word of prayer? Heavenly Father, we honor you and thank you this morning. Thank you, O oh God, for bringing us together. God, and certainly giving us the mind, the heart, the will, uh, the determination, preparing ourselves for this celebration of life. We come today to celebrate our Savior. We come to thank you, God, for being so loving and selfless that you would give your only son that he might prove to be the instrument by which all of us shall be saved. And so we ask now, Lord, in these next few moments, not only, oh God, would you help us to continue to celebrate, but bring to remembrance persuade, convict, encourage, oh God, still others that have not yet made the decision to make Jesus their choice. Help them to make that decision on today. So let this, oh God, this, let, this be, let this service be a service, oh God, that not only celebrates your coming by singing and praising and magnifying you, but certainly celebrating you by giving you our very lives. We ask now, Lord, that you would take control these next few moments. Have your way in us and through us. God, will be careful to give your name the glory, your name the honor, the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. We say thank you, Lord. Amen. And amen. You may be seated. There are some commentaries when you read them that would suggest that all of history had been waiting for this night. It had been prophesied thousands of years prior. Uh, as a matter of fact, when we were in our Sunday school lesson this morning, we saw somewhat of a foreshadowing of what actually would be the coming of the Lord Jesus and what he would actually mean to his people when Abraham, who had his only son, uh, that, that, was, that was spoken of by the prophet, was actually offering up his son as a sacrifice, as obedience. And we understand and know that Jesus, amen, had that same type relationship with his father. 
and it had this was a foreshadowing but it had been prophesied years and years ago Isaiah who saw it glory to God said to us that unto us a child is born and unto us a son is given and the government shall be upon his shoulders his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Prince of Peace, the Everlasting Father. And of that government would be no end. And so we see even that prophecy being fulfilled today that Jesus Christ, it was spoken even before Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ has been gone 2,000 years, but several thousand years earlier it was spoken and we see it still today coming to pass. Here we are celebrating the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. All roads pointed to Bethlehem. Mary and Joseph had come only from, from Nazareth. But we see in scripture as we read one after another that people came from all around the world. They traveled for months getting to this place called Bethlehem because it had been revealed to them by way of angel or prophet or whomever that there was going to be a great coronation that was going to take place and the king was going to be born. Micah picks it up in chapter 5 verse 2 and shares with us even in that Old Testament passage of how Christ was going to come. What a miracle all of this really is. Many of us pass it off and when we're not overly concerned with, with actually what all of this means. But I, I, I want to say something because most of us realize and know already that, that for the most part, many have taken Christ out of Christmas. We have created something else. And I was doing a little reading and I picked up on something and I want to just share it uh, for a few moments. That, that everywhere you go in this season, you can, you can see it, you can hear it, you can smell it, you can feel it. You can see the bright colorful things draped around trees and mantles and doors and awnings and bushes, rooftops, rooftop eaves. You can smell the different types of trees. You can smell the scent of them. They've been freshly cut. You can hear jingle bells and the singing of carols and the ringing of cash registers. What's happening? People are getting ready for Christmas. And yet, what is supposed to be a happy time celebrating the Lord Jesus, in many cases is a sad time because people really aren't celebrating him. They're celebrating an idea and they're not getting ready for Christ. To illustrate this, I want to change some of the words in chapter 2. I'm not distorting the scripture. I'm just having an idea. Go with me. And there were in that same country children keeping watch over their stockings by the fireplace. And lo, Santa Claus came unto them and they were so afraid. And Santa said unto them, fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people who can afford them. 
For unto you will be given great feast of turkeys and dressings and ham and cake, many presents. And this shall be a sign unto you that you shall find presents wrapped in bright paper lying beneath a tree adorned with tinsel, colored balls and lights. And suddenly there was a multitude of relatives and friends praising you and saying to you, thank you so much. This is just what I wanted, lion. <laughs> and it shall come to pass that friends and relatives, after they have gone away out of your homes, the parents will say one to another, my goodness, what a mess that we have to clean up. I'm tired, let's go to bed. We'll pick it up tomorrow. Thank goodness that Christmas only comes once a year. And they go with haste to their cold bed and find their desired rest. That is what we're faced with. But though real story, understand and know what a miracle that this whole thing called Jesus Christ being born really is. It took a lot of planning and the demonstrations of miracles on God's part to actually bring this to a coronation. The angels look forward to their assignments. Prophecies awaited to be fulfilled for hundreds, maybe even thousands of years, but they were recognizing that they were getting closer to the fulfillment of this prophecy. The baby in Mary's womb would soon light up the night. What were the miracles of Christmas? The miracle of this humble birth lay or lie in verses 1 through 7. Christ comes down from heaven. Look at the contrast. He comes down from the lofty heights of heaven to a stable. He enters the world by way of the womb of a virgin and not with great pomp and circumstance. It's the baby's world and he made it. How do I know that? Because John 1 says that all things were created by him and there was nothing made that was made except he was involved in the making of it. And yet he has come and reduced himself to a child. And he made the world, he put, put everything in the world, and now he's come back into the world to redeem it. And according to Isaiah 53, as we begin to go through it, it says that he was despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, and we hid as it were our faces from him. He was esteemed, but we despised him. I would go on, but I don't, for the sake of time, amen, the, the, the scriptures suggest that Jesus Christ was here from the beginning of time. 
the contrast here between where he came from and what he was coming to is quite significant. He came from the fragrance of heaven into the stench of a stable. From worshiping of angels all around him 24-7, a whole heavenly host of angels that were worshiping and adoring him to the rejection of an innkeeper. From the songs of the heavenly host saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God almighty. He who is and was and is to come. Be glory and majesty to him. All the way, if you'll allow me to take a point of personal privilege to donkeys neighing, cows mooing, chickens clucking, and let me just add one more to Washington, a drummer boy drumming. From a robe of royalty to swaddling raggedy clothes, from a mansion in heaven to a manger on earth. And he did all of that to come down and save you and me. And I noticed that some of us, when we were celebrating the Lord Jesus, that there wasn't enough appreciation for you to even stand for Jesus. And I just think that I'm going to stop preaching for a moment just so that we can collectively stand on our feet, everybody that has the ability to stand, hallelujah, and celebrate the Lord Jesus so God doesn't get the wrong idea about, about a church that he has blessed that doesn't feel entitled. Come on, let don't patty cake it. Put your hands together and praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. You couldn't save yourself. Hallelujah. And the Lord has saved us and put our name and wrote it in the Lamb's book of life. That's enough to praise God for all by itself. Every time you think about it, you ought to be giving God the praise. That's a miracle. It's a miracle that you and I are standing here. Hallelujah. It's a miracle that we have been, that we have been placed, that we have been seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. I think it's a miracle because many of us weren't even thinking about him while he was thinking about us. You may have your seats. The miracles. Miracle of the heavenly host. The angels had been busy since the very beginning of time. They had been working diligently preparing for this day because God said that he was going to do this. Hallelujah. Way back. Glory to God. When, when the Lord God asked, who will go for us and who can I send? Hallelujah. Jesus said, prepare me a body and I'll go down and redeem man from his sinful state. 
And so since that time, angels were busy preparing for Jesus' coming. Hallelujah. Gabriel had taken the time to visit Zacharias' hallelujah. Glory to God. John the Baptist's father, along with Mary, had, 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 had shared with them in dreams what his plans were. He had, the angel had even taken the time to advise Joseph. Hallelujah, that the child that, 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 that Mary was carrying, hallelujah, was from the Holy Ghost. Uh, it wasn't from some joker, hallelujah, that she had an affair with, but this was the Lord's doing, glory to God, and reminded him not to put her away. Now the angel, they will carry their message to the Judean hillside and beyond. And I just want to remind the musicians after I get finished, and I plan on being finished in the next 10 minutes, that, that we're going to come together. Glory to God. Since, since the angels carried a message, hallelujah, I want us to carry a message as well. Our message will be joy to the world. Hallelujah, because that's what their message was. They took it, huh? glory to God, to where, to where Rachel's tomb was. They took the message huh? to where Samuel had anointed David to be king. Huh? They took it huh? to where Ruth huh? had gleaned huh? in Boaz's field. Huh? They took it over the hills huh? and everywhere to let everybody know that Jesus Christ was born. The shepherds had to be notified of the Savior's birth. The wise men had to be notified so that they would have time to travel from the east. And the Bible says here, while the angel was sharing this word, uh, glory to God, uh, that, that, that the rest of the multitude of angels got happy. While he was delivering the message, uh, the other angels heard it uh, and got happy. Uh, I said while he was delivering it, uh, the other angels heard it and got happy. You'll catch that later. Even the heavenly chorus was singing peace on earth, silent night. It came upon a midnight's clear. Glory to God. This miracle that happened that night, the night that the Redeemer came into the world. The miracle of God's work in the hearts of men should also be made known because the Bible said that the Roman Empire, it's taking its census, caused Mary and Joseph to, to have to leave where they were and go to Bethlehem to be taxed. They had no intention of going to Bethlehem. They didn't realize that God was pulling strings and orchestrating stuff. That this prophecy that was spoken years ago, all of a sudden everything was, come, was taking place and was moving into order and motion. So the, all of this coronation of all of these prophecies and all of this planning would, take, would be taking place just as it was foretold. Look at how easily God moved empires in order to fulfill his purpose and his plan. 
the prophecy must be fulfilled. And so God has the ability to speak into the hearts and the minds of kings to move in a certain way. That's why the word of the Lord said that the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord. The Lord has the ability to do whatever he wants to do the way he wants to do it. And so now all of a sudden, shepherds become evangelists. Wise men journey at the, at the direction of a star. Just one. Some way, somehow, of all the stars in the galaxy, they were able to focus on one that would lead them to Jesus Christ. The actors in this drama, for all the ages that will come after, we've seen some of them right here, continue to depict what went on at that particular time. And the theme is Christ is born. Hallelujah. Christ is born. Go tell it on the mountains, over the hills, everywhere that Jesus Christ is born. And so that would give us good reason to sing joy to the world, the Lord is come. And I praise God because even though we continue year after year to look back to that first day when Jesus Christ was born, I believe that the miracles continue. Like the shepherds, many of us will continue to tell the world about a, a, a living Savior that has come into the world to save men and women from their sins. Come to Jesus because of this miracle, uh, hallelujah, that happened several thousands of years ago that has never lost its power. It still has the ability to save from the guttermost to the uttermost. And like wise men, Many of us will continue to seek the Lord, to worship God, to serve him who have become, you and me, miracles in our own right of this great thing that Christ has done for all mankind. You have the opportunity, if you haven't already, to become one of the latest miracles. If, if you already have experienced the miracle, then certainly it's a time of celebration. If you have not experienced this miracle, your miracle awaits you. Hallelujah. And my final word to you, if you have not experienced it, glory to God, is come to faith in Jesus. It doesn't take a whole lot in order to do it. We celebrate it. Hallelujah. Not only because of what he did 2,000 years ago, but there's good reason to celebrate him for what he's doing right now. Hallelujah. When we look around and see just what the Lord has done for us, we continue to celebrate the birth, the relationship that we have with Jesus Christ. I want to take this opportunity to offer hallelujah this savior to you and we're celebrating and we're reflecting on a babe that was born hallelujah but he's grown up now 
Hallelujah. But he is still, he, he never loved us any more uh, then than he does right now. And the word of the Lord comes to us richly. Amen. To let us know that the Lord loves us and he wants to be your Lord and personal Savior. I'm going to ask you to stand all over the building in the sanctuary. I want to offer, wouldn't dare close out the service. It's not enough to celebrate without giving somebody an opportunity to join in in the celebration with giving their lives to the Lord Jesus. You don't have to do a whole lot. You just have to understand that Romans 10 and 9 says if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised Jesus from the dead, you shall be saved. And so I'm going to ask you if you're here or if you're watching, glory, you haven't accepted the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior and you want to do so today, you don't have to leave this service the same way that you came. Just going to ask you to bow your heads and repeat after me. Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I repent of my ways. Wash me in your blood and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Lord Jesus, I believe that you died on the cross just for me and that you were buried and God the Father raised you from the dead on the third day. And right now, Lord Jesus, I open the door of my heart and I receive you into my heart to be my Lord and my personal Savior. And I thank you now. If you believe that, if you've accepted that, just do so by putting your hands together and praising God for what? Hallelujah. He has just done for coming into your life, certainly in giving you an opportunity to enjoy eternal life. Would you remain standing? First Lady is going to come lead us into joy to the world, and I'll be back for the benediction. Howdy, let's get this song going, all right? One, two, ready, sing. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let us
glorious season. Hallelujah, the Lord has blessed us to enjoy. Hallelujah. Just in the way of announcement, please know that immediately following these services, there's, all, there's food in the back. There is uh, a festival out in the front. And we want you to certainly um, take part in both those things with uplifted hands. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for this day. Certainly want to thank you for this season. God, our hearts rejoice in knowing, oh God, that you love us so much that you sent your son. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. To, to live for us. Show us the way to die for us, oh God. Hallelujah. And make a way. And we appreciate you so very much. Enable us, oh God, to remember these things and ponder them in our hearts as we go. Always giving your name the glory, the honor, the praise, and certainly always living in such a way that brings you glory. And we'll also, God, be careful always, hallelujah, to give you the credit for every blessing, every way that you've made, oh God, for us, knowing, oh God, that you are our God and we love you for it. Ask now that you would take us down from this place, but never from your presence. Keep us in the center of your will, O oh God. Our minds stayed on you. We pray for perfect peace so that we might ultimately be the examples of true holiness in this last and evil day. In Jesus' name we pray. We say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you for listening today. If you want to learn more info about our church, visit us on our website at www.topchurchlv.com. We hope this message encouraged you to know you can live victoriously through Jesus Christ. Join us next week for another sermon to uplift your spirit.